This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? And we're live. Welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Show, everyone. My name is Franco Zavala. Thank you very much for joining me. This is episode 46. Um amazing question asked to me that I wanted to kind of address here. I was asked why I don't do more episodes um, like back to back to back. One of the main reasons that I don't do as many episodes that I was like to, that I would like to do is because um, still trying to balance the family and trying to balance, you know, building this uh, podcast and this YouTube show to the point where I can provide as much value as possible, which means creating a website and all that other fun stuff. So um, if you have not yet, make sure you like, subscribe, share, um, Check out the website. The website's really basic for right now. I'm just trying to, like I said, just take one step at a time. Don't want to put the cart before the horse, uh, but it's www.professionalstepdad.com. Um, there is a section on there where I ask stepdads to share one story out of their journey where they could, um, or if they believe that it's going to hold value to other stepdads. So if you get a chance, please check out the website. Okay, so today's topic. I was thinking about this last night. I was talking to my wife and I was talking to my dad because I went uh, down to Bisbee, Arizona to visit my family. And my dad asked me what, how I think my listeners are applying my information to their life. And I got to thinking about like um, humans and people in general. And the fact of the matter is, is that I already know because I was one of those people and I still am to a point where you want to change, you want to make a change, you want to better your life, you want to increase value for your family, you get all the information in the world, and at the end of the day, you don't do anything. So I wanted to kind of share where I am, something that I have to do. I'm getting back on the horse with my wife because I've noticed a little bit of a fall off, and it's not intentional. Obviously, life kind of can take you for a spin, but my wife and I developed this game called the Power Bus. Basically, what it is, it's a board game that um, I kind of modified from an actual board game. And the objective of the board game is for 30 days, each individual, um, like, so my wife and I will choose between 12 and 15 days out of the month, okay? And so you kind of pick and choose. So I'm evens, she's odds, we pick and choose um, the days that we want, that, those would be our days. And on those days, your partner um, will provide value to you, right? And what that means is, is that you pick on this board, you have these, this list of four things and you pick the things that you want to kind of like focus on. Maybe, so for me, mine was like, um, I want to focus more on like my wife's physical touch because that's her love language. So I want to, if at least 15 times a, a month, I want to make sure that I'm going out of my way to do something that is totally loving and caring, but more importantly, like touchy and filly to my wife because that is what fills her, her, her heart. Um, but it could be something simple like laundry or dishes or taking the kids or making dinners. Yeah, uh, intimacy. Um, but this is just a fun game that you play. You keep this board game out in the open, and um, it's kind of like an accountability tool. And it's a it's a lot of fun. And here's the fun thing: the fun part about it is that, like I said, you have 30 days, so you're not obligated to do something every day. But the really cool thing is, is like you get towards the middle of the month, let's say, you want to do a check-in, and you look on the board and you realize, holy shit, my wife's done like, I mean, she's really killing it. She's you know she's committed to these four things. And she's just, she's on top of it. And I'm really slacking. So it makes you want to kind of step up your game 
And in turn, at the end of the month, guys, what it does is it creates a routine and a habit for your relationship. So it's a fun game to play with your wife. I'm going to get back on it for me. So back to the original question is, is the information I'm providing, are you, are you actually applying it to your life? And I think that's a better question that I've got to ask you guys. Because I know I apply it to my life. I write down my six daily activities um, or my six daily commitments. And I kind of stick to my, my program. I'm, I do these things on a daily basis because I know that I'm not trying to hit home runs. I'm trying to get to first base. Right? Football analogy. I'm not trying to throw a Hail Mary. Hail Mary. I'm trying to get touch first downs. I'm trying to just gain yards. And that's a lot of things. A lot of us stepdads will do that. A lot of us stepdads will jump into the relationship. We want to throw this Hail Mary. We want you to love us. We want you to respect us. We want you to treat us like everybody else in the family. But in reality, we haven't put in the necessary work, time, energy, and effort in order to gain the inches that is needed in order to develop trust along the way. So, and that is a lot, a lot of that information that I provide, which is whether it's the commitments to the, the, the relationship advice that I give about, you know, the importance of goal setting with your partner, um, building that teamwork, not jumping straight into the kids, but focusing on yourself first, then focusing on your relationship, then focusing on your, your kids. It's very, it's very important that you understand this stepdads that you cannot just assume that you're going to become this this end all be all don't get me wrong there are there are those times where like this dad will this man will step into this family and the kids immediately take to him the wife trusts him 100 they love him and boom away they go very rare but it does happen and um but for for the majority of us the vast majority of us we have to put in the work which means that we have to gain the inches in order to get the yards in order to get the first downs in order to eventually score and scoring doesn't mean you score and you quit scoring means you score you learn you build, you grow, and you get better. And that is very important to understand because once we get the win, right? Once we get that win, once we get the, the acknowledgement from our partner or once we get the, the love from our children, we tend to slack off. Analogy, Jim, you are putting in the effort. You're putting in the time. You're eating healthy. You're eating right. You're losing weight. You're feeling great. And then you're like, I'm going to give myself a cheat day. And then you go ahead and you cheat. Maybe you drink, maybe you don't, maybe you eat like shit, maybe you don't. If you don't get right back on the horse, if you don't get right back on the horse and then start to challenge yourself more. So if you did an X amount of work for your health for 30 straight days, your next 30 days should be increased. That's why you should always keep track of what you're doing. It's important to remember that. My wife is a fitness competitor and she also does meal plans and, and, and macros and all that stuff, right? And... I asked her, I go, do you, do you, do you require your clients to check in with you as far as like, what are their workouts and then how they can increase or do better or, or give them any suggestions? And she says, no, not a lot of people know you keep track of your workouts. So for the seasoned vets, no, of course, you can probably, you probably know exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and what to increase. But for the rest of us, it's smart to keep a book. It's smart to keep that journal. It's smart to keep that, that accountability for yourself so you can consistently challenge yourself one of the places that one of the things that happen to us as humans is that we get complacent in our life because everything may be going great but you know as well as i do it's ebb and flows it's seasons right and if you aren't consistently challenging yourself to be better to do better you are going to find yourself in a position where you maybe you're not providing enough value or maybe you don't think you're providing value 
or when that one speed bump hits, all hell will break loose because you haven't properly done did, done the work on your mind, right? Um, so it's important, stepdads, to remember this. It's important to remember that everything that I ask you to do, everything that I suggest that you do, I'm not saying to do it because I think it'll work. I'm saying to do it because I know for a fact that it works. This is proven a proven method for stepdads. There are tons of doctors. There are tons of um, different podcasts for parenting, whether if it's bio, step, bonus, however you want to name it, that will tell you all the ins and outs and all the chapters on how to properly connect and bring value to your family. But the bottom line is always going to be this. If you haven't worked on yourself first and you jump into a new relationship and you're not working on yourself, remember, new relationship, not working on yourself, you're going to bring the old you, the old values, the old habits, the old flaws, and the old way of thinking into this family. And you are going to find yourself stuck. My parents were alcoholics, right? And I'm going to kind of give a story here, but my parents were alcoholics. So I learned at a very young age that drinking was just what it was. You know, my dad used to take us for a ride in the 66 Pontiac Le Mans. And my dad used to have a six pack of beer in the car. And I used to think it was normal. It was no wonder why I drank when I got older and I got DUIs. It's these habits and these routines that we learn as children and as young adults that we bring into our families. And if the track record, if your track record, if your family track record is not full of positivity and great routines, which again, there none of us are, none of us grow up like that, especially in my era, none of us grow up like that. But we can't bring that old person into, the, there are things that we can bring into the new relationship, for sure, like our personality, the way we laugh, how we joke, um, our, um, our commitment um, to ourselves, to our, our confidence. There are things to bring into the relationship. There are things to bring to the kids. There are things to bring into this new family. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. You have to let it. You have to literally let go about. And I'm gonna be conservative here. You have to let go of like 80% of that. You have to get let go of 80% of who you were, so you can become 100% of who you can be. And it's important to remember that. So when I ask you to write down your six daily commitments, or if I ask you to read a certain book, if I ask you to do a certain thing with your spouse, or if I ask you to try a certain thing with your kids, I'm not asking you to do it because I'm crossing my fingers, going, "Man, I hope this works for you." I'm telling you to do it because it does work every time, no matter what. Now, asterisk bottom. Each individual moment in each individual scenario has a specific time frame that it does work. Some it'll work immediately. Some it'll take a little bit of time. Some of these will take a long time. Your job is to stay patient. Now, let me rewind. If you're not working on you, this is going to be a consistent game where you're chasing your tail. And before you know it, that toe or that foot that you've had out the door, that safety net, you're going to, you're going to, for those of me, those of you who've ever jumped out of a plane, you're going to, you're going to pull that ripcord and out the door you go. There are so many families that need you. There are so many men that need to hear your story. Bio moms. There are men out there that are good, that are good men, that want to help, want to be there, want to take responsibility, but don't get the opportunity because of your trust issues. 
It's on you, your trust issues. You are immediately labeling every man and every relationship like your last. Again, working on yourself will help let go of that. Starting a new relationship is hard. Letting a man into your life with kids that are not his is hard. We know that. Let me, let me speak on behalf of all stepdads, bio moms. We know how hard it is for you to let us in. We know how hard it is for you to allow us to be there, to love, to take some responsibility, to relieve some of the burden. We know how hard it is for you. We're not trying to take it all at once. All we're asking you to do is trust that we want to be there. Trust that we're there for a reason. Trust that we're not like every other man. But if you begin to treat us like we are, if you begin to treat us like your old relationships, if you begin to do the same things you've done over and over again that put you in the position that you're in now, we will leave too. It's not because we're not good men, but it's because instinctually we know that you're never gonna let us down, you're never gonna let us pass the barriers. And if you won't let us in, if you won't let us learn and grow with you, then we have to go. Great advice I gave my friend Nick the other day. He's he's complaining, you know, he's gonna be 40 and he doesn't he hasn't found love yet. But he's constantly doing dumb shit. And then he he'll go on a date or like a girl who doesn't like him back, who treats him like shit, but he just hangs on because, you know, it's it's that feeling of being with somebody. We all have it. We all love it. So he holds on his heart as long as he can with these people that don't respect him and don't love him. And I was really honest. I'm like, look, man, the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life is on her way. She's on her way. I promise you. But if you're not making room in your life for her by working on yourself, by opening your heart with trust, and by believing that it's going to happen, she's going to come and go, and your awareness will not be there to see her. You have to trust the process. As much as I hate to admit this, it's like, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. It's, it's steps. It's a step-by-step process that requires time and patience. So remember that when I ask you, stepdads, to go all in. I mean, go all in on yourself. Go all in on your faith. Go, go all in on believing that you're there for a reason. And don't get, just get that damn foot out of the door. It's important, guys. It's important. Get the foot out the door. Too many of you, ex- inc- let me rephrase this, too many of us in the beginning, we have that foot out the door. Why? Not because we want to leave or because we're some sort of an asshole. Because, and bio moms, listen, because we're afraid to get hurt too. Let that sink in for a second. We're just as afraid as you are. You're afraid to let us in. We're afraid to screw it up. You're afraid to trust us. We're afraid that you never will. It's give and take. Got to meet us halfway. So I'm on TikTok and I create a lot of these stepdad videos. And a lot of times I'll get messages from single moms. And they'll leave this message. Man, I wish I had something like that. Or man, I wish I had this for my kids. And I wanna, I wanna just just grab them and just be like, listen, you, you can have that. You can find him or her. You can create a relationship and a partnership that is unbreakable and unstoppable. But 
when you leave comments like, man, I wish I had this for my kids, bio mom, wake up. You do have it. It's you first. You're the backbone. I often tell my kids, and you gotta talk to the boss. You're the backbone. Everything lives and breathes and dies with you. Our job is to support you. Our job is to lift you up. Our job is to encourage you. Our job is to relieve pressure and pain. Our job is to be there. Our job is to never lose your trust. And more importantly, our job is to show you that we're there for a reason. We want to be here and we want to stay. So stop pushing us away. So that's kind of where it's at, man. That's where it's at. Sorry, guys. That's where it's at, guys. Um, I had a friend of mine, Catherine, an amazing girl. She's got a podcast. It's called the Firewalker Podcast. It's a great podcast, especially for, she's a mom. She's divorced. She lost herself and she found power. And she's talking about her journey. Firewalker Podcast. It's on iTunes and and uh, SoundCloud. And I think like a lot of other platforms. I'll put her link and stuff here, guys. I put it in here a couple times. But Firewalker Podcast for you bio moms out there, single moms out there that want to get empowered by a strong woman. Go ahead and listen to her and um, her friend Elizabeth. This podcast is really fun. But she was talking to me about what it feels like to be... Um, Okay, I'll just break down her situation real quick. She's got kids. She's dating a man. Treats her like gold. But she feels like kind of like the side chick. And the intimacy is really not there. And um, he kind of like, it's kind of like shit or get off the pot, bud. Like, are you in with me or not? I mean, and it's kind of, it's, it's beginning to get hard for her to stay in the relationship, especially intimacy-wise, because you gotta have that physical attraction. It's hard for her to stay in the relationship because she doesn't feel valued. She feels spoiled, yeah, for sure, but she doesn't feel valued. Somebody that values you leaves you secret notes in your car on a random Tuesday. And the note just says simply, I love you. Things like that. That's what she's looking for. That's what everybody's looking for. So she's in a position now where she's kind of losing her ability to like feel something with him and she feels kind of like the side chick you know because he won't fully commit should get off the pot i mean we, we don't a lot of you live like you have a contract to live forever and if you do please email me contact at franco zavala contact at the professional stepdad i would love to see, see this contract but in the meantime in these episodes, in the, in the in coming episodes with everything that I want to talk about. Straightforward with you guys. Don't slack. Don't believe that everything that I talk about is just talking. Literally everything that I ask you to do, I've done. Literally every single thing I've asked you to believe in or to read or to write, I've done. 10 years I spent becoming the very best man husband and stepdad and dad that I can be. And I'm sharing it with you. That's all I'm doing. I'm just sharing it with you. And FYI, I don't know everything. That's why I would love to hear things from you guys because I want to learn. I'm a constant learner. Constant. Consistency is key. All right, guys. Perfect. The Professional Stepdad Show. Um, got a podcast. So it's a show on YouTube, podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, website www.theprofessionalstepdad.com. Remember, like, ding, subscribe, share. 
I would love to build this platform to a place where we can put stepdads into a position where we grow a community of believers. It's my objective. Uh, episode 46. Until next episode, I'll see you guys soon. Stay focused, Stay focused productions. productions.